The Packers are visiting the Lions while you guys are prepping your Thanksgiving food. Commanders at Cowboys for 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for when you guys are having your Thanksgiving feast. And 49ers at Seahawks for when you guys are in your food coma. You are listening to our Fumble Rooski special for the for Thanksgiving football. Welcome you to the Fumble Rooski podcast. I'm Adam Wright with Chris Kostich by Fumble by uh, excuse me by Power Radiate and Secret Weapon Consulting English. It's a tough language. <laughs> uh, happy Thanksgiving, guys! So we are officially on to our Thanksgiving football special. So listen, it, if we are ranking the top five days in the football world. Thanksgiving football has got to be right up there. If it it's isn't, it's right there. It's top five, yeah. 100%. Easily. And, and it, the best part about it is you get football throughout the day. And you are so while you're hanging out with your relatives, you get to – so you've, you have the 12 o'clock games while, while, you know, it'll be on in the background. It'll be, it'll be a game. It may not be the best one, but it'll be a game, right? So Packers at um, – Packers at at uh, Lions. Um, we can we'll jump right into it right here. So this will be the time when everyone's going to be preparing their food, um, and you'll also probably be fighting with everyone who doesn't watch football about the Thanksgiving parade. And listen, listen, don't get me wrong. We love a good tradition with the Thanksgiving parade. You got to have football on during it. I'm never watching the parade. You kidding me? I, I'll. My family will probably have it on for like the morning, but once 1230 hits, it's football time. Exactly. And I get it. Like Packers at Lions isn't the best, but you know what the, you know what the worst part of it is? What is it? My dog is the worst sometimes. Um, You know, the worst part about it is, is when the Thanksgiving parade ends right after it, you have right after it, you have the dog show. And oh, everyone wants that. to watch the dog show. And I love, I love, I love my dogs as much as I want to murder this one right now. That is in the, uh, that is in the other room barking. Um, I love my dog. I'm, he's, I'm probably going to be watching football with him. However, I cannot do the dog show. No. Put, put the foot, put the damn game on. That pisses me off. I don't think I've ever watched the dog show once in my life. Yeah, it's it's a it's if it, if it weren't for football competing with it, I wouldn't have an issue with it. The problem is it goes on at the exact same time. So I'm like, guys, I want to catch the second half of this 1230 game. Please put on the game. Yeah. Maybe it can be on on the side, but football, you can't not watch football. No. But um, let's start. W- let's start with our 1230 p.m. game. 
this is going to be the time again when you guys are cooking your pot, you're baking your pies. You're probably going to be starting with your turkey. Um, Packers at Lions. It's pretty obvious who we believe this is going to win this game. Um, I like the I do like what the Packers are doing. I think Jordan Love is the right guy for the team. But um, the Lions are the team of today. The Packers are the team of tomorrow. They just started their rebuild. Aaron Rodgers just left last year. So this should be a Lions win and a good Thanksgiving for it uh, if you're a Detroit Lions fan. Yeah, and Lions at 7.5 in favor of Detroit. And I'd honestly say Lions by 7, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Lions also blow them out. It was thir- They won by 14 the last time in Green Bay. So you know the Packers are going to try to get one back in Detroit. Probably going to come with a little bit more fire. But I don't see the Packers coming out with a win in this one. Yeah. And when you look at when you look at the Packers, this is a so this is a division game. I do see a a I do see a path to this game being um to this game being a competitive one, which is that the Packers keep Jordan Love on their on his feet, or they don't have it so his throws are being rushed every other play. Because Aiden Hutchinson He's going to be. He is going to be a, a factor in this game. It's going. Oh, yeah. This game is going to be won or lost in the trench, because um, if this line holds up, I think it'll be a game. If it doesn't, forget about it. Aiden Hutchinson's going to be all over you if you cannot hold. If if, if you can't hold it up. No, it definitely is. And the Packers' old line in general has kind of just been wishy-washy. The the offense in general hasn't been great. Jordan Love's been pretty much the only bright spot. Um, Christian Watson hasn't really been great this year. I, I'd expect the Lions defense to do the same thing that they did in the first game and just completely shut down this offense. And they did that in the first half of that first game. You know, they Packers offense only put up like three points. They were able to pick up some momentum towards the end. But at the end of the day, the Lions are just a the Lions are just a better team. And I just don't see the Packers really coming away with anything today. Or certainly. Um, and shout so here's a here's a quick little shout out to the Lions. This is one of the Lions' best years in in decades. Actually, it probably is the their best year in decades. This is their first time in 30 years where they're in first on Thanksgiving. Do we see any correlation to a potential Super Bowl season here? I would hope so. I mean, the the Lions are definitely Super Bowl contenders or could be Super Bowl contenders. I think my one worry is the strength of schedule, you know. So you look at all of their wins. Yeah, they beat the Chiefs week one. That was a huge win, right? Then they beat the Falcons, Packers, Panthers, Bucks. They got smoked by the Ravens, Raiders, Chargers, Bears. The two losses are against teams with a 500 record. And yeah, Falcons at the time had a winning record. Packers did not have a winning record. Panthers obviously they suck. Buccaneers, they're average. They're kind of in that little 500 range. The Ravens are obviously top seeded in the uh, AFC. Raiders, not good. Bears, awful. Chargers, really bad. And then the rest of the way, too. I mean, you're. The only games they have coming up after this Packers game that are against teams with a over 500 record 
are um hold on are the saints if they can pick up a win this next week and the broncos vikings cowboys vikings twice actually and they should probably handle the vikings pretty easily but their toughest matchup their two toughest matchups if the if the Broncos can keep their momentum, it's going to end up being the Cowboys and the Broncos. Yeah. So, so we'll see how the Lions do the rest of the way in in that sense. But the strength of the schedule, I mean, it's also the same thing that we were saying with the Dolphins and Eagles was their strength of schedule and how that was a bit of a problem. And I'm worried that for the Lions could turn out to be the same thing. And maybe the youth of the team is probably going to come back and bite them. Yeah. And so the Lions definitely have one of the easier schedules remaining. I mean, now that, and also now that, did they have the Bengals on their schedule? Um, I don't, I don't believe that. No, they didn't. So they don't. So let me, so pulling up their schedule, the remaining schedule, it is very, it's very easy. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I would say the the toughest one they have is against the Cowboys. And honestly, this game should be played today. Yeah. Like, especially since that's such a – that is such a tradition, and now these teams are actually really good. They should have been playing today. But I digress. All right. Going to move on to the – next, we're going to move on to the 4.30 game, 4.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Commanders at Cowboys. So that's next. This is the Fumble Rooski Thanksgiving special. Welcome back to the Fumble Rooski podcast on this Thanksgiving Day special. So we Adam, uh, real quick, what's up? Ian Rappaport, uh, back to that. Only bringing this up just because we got done talking about Packers Lions. Packers have placed tight end Luke Musgrave and running back Emmanuel Wilson on IR. James Robinson and wide receiver Bo Melton are getting moved to the 53 man roster. Holy crap. And that's obviously in response to Aaron Jones not playing tomorrow. Right. And yeah. And uh as if we had we didn't have enough reason to pick the Lions, this is this pretty much is the cherry on top. But yeah. divisional games, division teams always play up to their competition when it's a divisional game, especially when the team they are facing is better than them. They say, yeah. yeah. We may be your little brothers, but let me show you how tough I'm going to make it on you. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But I, I'm still taking the Lions, and they're probably going to win by a couple scores. Um, if it's an upset, that's probably the biggest story of Thanksgiving. Doesn't matter what happens in these next two games. But speaking of potential upsets, Commanders at Cowboys, 4:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This will be a game where, if you're on the Eastern, if you're on the Eastern on the East Coast. 
uh, you're probably going to be eating your uh, th- having your Thanksgiving feast. Um, if you're on the West Coast, though, you're probably still preparing your food. Um, and this is also going back to our last game. You probably you may you'll either not be up if you're on the if you're on the West Coast, or you'll get your or you'll be up working out. That is something I highly recommend, um, because uh, you eat the amount that with the amount that you end up eating. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a that's going to be a. T- Let me tell you something though, bro. Today you realize today is Wednesday. The Wednesday before Thanksgiving, I ain't doing nothing on the third on Thanksgiving morning. You're not going to work out? No. Why wouldn't you? Because it's what today's Wednesday. You realize what happens on the Thanksgiving Eve? What happens on people get hammered on Thanksgiving Eve? Okay. All right. If you want to, if if you want to do that, then that's fine. I I actually never heard about that. I prop. How have you not heard about that? On the Thanksgiving Eve? That's like the thing to do if you're our age. I guess. I guess. Maybe um maybe I'm old fashioned. I guess you are old fashioned. I guess. I guess. I'd be only, doing that. I'm only I'd... a year I'm only a year older than you. True. But True. um yeah. I, I if you if you're gonna do that, then that's fine. That's okay. I'm just saying like you you might not be awake yet. You may also be exercising and being like, holy shit. Excuse me, excuse my language. <laughs> excuse my language i need to work out because all that turkey the stuffing the mashed potatoes if you don't want to work out that's fine that's fine i'm probably it's the whole whole point of thanksgiving is that you got you're getting yourself fat that's the whole point you could also make it go to the right places i like to exercise i like to lift so all that turkey i'd love to turn into muscle that's what i'd like to do i did legs today and let me let me tell you before i get back to my 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 main point about can't relate to, before oh, I get I to my main point. point about Thanksgiving food and about um, Thanksgiving in general. So everyone talks about the new year, new me people going to the gym. Let me tell you about those people on Thanksgiving who are like, holy crap, I'm going to be eating a lot of food. So I better go and exercise today. It took me 15 minutes just to get to the squat rack <laughs> because there were two people who were waiting in front of me. Jeez. It was insane. You might as so, well have been like, Hey, can I fit in a set right now? I mean, I, I wanted to, but point. I asked, I asked the second person, but he didn't even know what it meant. So I said, you know what? Just take your time. I'll find that, other things to do. I went, I went to the machines first. That dude's a bozo but, for not knowing what you're talking about. Unless he, he unless he knew what he was doing, but that's what I'm telling. That's what I'm saying. Like all the people who don't know what they're doing. People always talk about the new year, new me people, the Thanksgiving, the Thanksgiving time people, whether that be, the Wednesday before that that morning, which most gyms aren't open at that point, um, or fr- or the Friday afterwards on Black Friday, Ooh, dude. I, let me tell you, um, the gym is packed then too because yeah. everyone is thinking I'm about to eat a lot of food. Um, all right, so let's get to let's get to Commanders at Cowboys. So, all right, let me tell you something. If there is one game that's going to end in an upset, this is going to be it. Yeah, I agree. And it's just because of the way the Cowboys are in uh, against teams that they should beat, and also by the way the Commanders almost always this season play up to their competition. They all, they danced with the nine and one Eagles twice 
They didn't win either of those games, but they danced with them. How are they supposed to do against the Cowboys, the other division rivals, the ones who actually do choke choke games away? Yeah, I think that there is potential for the Commanders to have another really good game against a really good divisional rival. Like you said, it's the Cowboys, so a lot – well. The Cowboys, you don't know which team you're going to get, and you can say the same thing about the Commanders, too. You don't know which team you're going to get for either either side here. And surprisingly, too, the spread – I mean, not surprisingly, but, like, the spread's at 12.5, and, and the way that the Commanders played the Eagles last – or the last two times, I wouldn't be surprised if they covered the spread there, but – at the same time, the Cowboys' defense is still very good. And the Washington O-line is still not great either. So there is that possibility where Sam Howell probably gets sacked six times and the commanders aren't going to do anything about it. But we've seen time and time again that quarterback can get sacked five-plus times and still come away with a win. Joe yeah. Burrow, for example, Danny De- or Tommy DeVito this past weekend, sacked nine times. They still picked up the win. Were we calling him Danny DeVito the entire episode no, yesterday? No, no. I, I, I swear I did. You must have called him Danny, but I, I remember I said Tommy. I heard you say Danny a couple times. Did I? So I thought, oh, maybe it is Danny DeVito. Because I don't watch Sun- It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I don't either. I just know the actor. But, I know the actor, but like I just know the DeVito part. The yeah. the the Danny DeVito part, like that's something I barely know. But I think we may have called him Danny DeVito a couple times. We might have by accident, but either way, yeah. Regardless, but Sam Howell is still is the guy for the Commanders. But I don't know if he's going to have the guy performance. You know? Yeah, yeah. I, I I'm. I'm with you 100%. I'm just saying, like, if this, if there's any game that they are going to, that they are going to pull an upset in, it's against the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Yeah. That's a, that's a game where I could see that happen. Now, on the other side of it, I could also, I'd also not be surprised if they drop a 50 burger on the commanders and CeeDee Lamb gets two touchdowns in 150 yards. It's happened. That's happened before, too. Because yeah. we know what the Cowboys are capable of. But if we're going to call an upset here, it's the commanders at the Cowboys. That is that is a game where I do see I do see happening. Even more than this next one that I will get to. Do we have anything any other thoughts before before the end of this part of Thanksgiving Day um, football? Not necessarily. I mean, the other thing to note too is that the Cowboys are notorious for loving to beat up on the really bad teams too i mean the one one of their losses was against a really bad team but you look at the other wins that they had they're absolutely smoking their competition too i mean i I don't have the point differential up right now but the point differential is pretty ridiculous in comparison to most other teams yeah yeah that is that is another fair point because they have beaten up on really bad teams. Um, and not to say that the Commanders are a really bad team. I want to say that they're average. It's just like they're just not well put together. The defense is really bad. The offensive line, they've kind of have started to figure it out with the enemy's offense, but 
and Sam Howell has proven that he can be that guy. And, you know, he's leading the league in passing yards. He it's, is. It's just. Is. I don't know how he is, but he is. It's because of Eric Bieniemy. But. Sure. Regardless of that fact, it's. The team just isn't really well or structured well enough right now to. Um, to be considered like a good team. So I would say they're more like average than they are bad because they have shown they can compete. Yeah, I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go the same way you're going. The Cowboys are still, I think they're still going to win this game. Just if you're, if you're betting in this game, proceed with caution because I would not be surprised in the slightest if the Cowboys get upset here. And I'll, I'll conclude with this. Isn't it such a weird Two weird stats to be leading in, both being in times being sacked in uh, passing yards. It is. That's such a weird combo. I feel like those should not go hand in hand. Is unless Sam you're Howell unless still, you're holding the ball too long, which I guess that's that's a way it can. But is is he still the most sacked quarterback? I'm pretty sure he is. Oh yeah, no, he is. Yeah, he is like, by a mile. Like he's on pace to be sacked the most in a single season by any quarterback, I believe. Yeah, he's, he's been sacked 51 times. The next closest guy is Zach Wilson, who's been sacked 38 times. Well, point the statistic out at the during next segment, but but during during the break, um, look up who was the most sacked quarterback in 2022. I want to okay. I want to know this. All it's right, probably Daniel Jones for all I know, but well, yeah, but like how much? Because if yeah. he's been sacked 51 times, I'm pretty sure that's the same amount. Like. The, the next best guy was sacked last year in all like during all season. All right. Next, we got our primetime matchup 49ers at Seahawks. Who's going to win that game? We leaked the game script next. This is the Fumble Ruski podcast. Welcome back to the Fumble Ruski podcast by Power Radiate and Secret Weapon Consulting. I'm Adam Wright with with Chris Kostich in our final game of this Thanksgiving special. Um, real quick though, Chris, what was the? Did you have the the lead sack guy for 2022? It's Justin Fields and Russell Wilson tied at 55 sacks. Sam Sam Howell is going to crush that at 51. Yeah, barely, barely um, over halfway through the season, and he's got almost as many sacks as those two did last year. So he could be sacked 100 times this year. That's a real possibility if it gets worse. Yeah, I want to go that far. I'd say like 70 maybe. Yeah, if he's not dead before then. Yeah. (laughs) Because they're really – that kid's getting killed right now. Yeah. Yeah. Some of it's his fault because he holds the ball on forever. On he holds on to the ball forever. Oh no, he definitely does. 
But I think he's also started to figure out that he's got to get rid of the ball quicker, and you can kind of see that too. Yeah. There are still times where where he is holding on to the ball too long. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not. I'm definitely not giving the offensive line a pass. The offensive line is trash, but yeah. I'm just saying it's not all the offensive line's fault. He he's always trying to find that big play, and a lot of times he does, but it comes at a price a lot of the time. In fact, 51 times it comes at a price. Um, all right, 49ers at Seahawks. So this is at eight eight twenty p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This is the prime time matchup of Thanksgiving. All right, so. This is going to be the time when on the Eastern coast, you're either going to be asleep from your food coma from all that Turkey you ate, or you'll be having dessert. Chris, what's your favorite dessert? Apple pie. Apple Apple pie. pie. Easy. Ooh, I'm a pumpkin pie guy. I don't know. I'm I'm an American. So I gotta, gotta have that apple pie. So am I, you got pumpkin pie is pretty American to me. You don't think so? I'd say apple pie has that edge over it. I like apple pie too. Listen, yeah, I like apple pie. That's not the bash on pumpkin. Oh pie, yeah, yeah. Just respectfully, pumpkin yeah. pie is better. Oh, all right, all right, man. Whatever. More of a, but I do, I do like apple pie. You got to have both. You can't, you can't have one without the other. In my no, opinion. you definitely can't. But you know, throw in the vanilla ice cream. Okay. Yeah. Then, then we're now we're talking. It also oh. kind of depends on the type of apples you use too, right? If you use the red apples, you're going to get – it's going to be more sweet. But if you – and it's weird because I've actually realized this, that it actually depends on the type of apple that you have that makes the apple pie. If you have that, a, Yeah, that is very true. If you have a Granny Smith apple, that apple pie is going to be a little bit sour. Right, yeah. That's actually – yeah, because we have we're, – we're cooking desserts right now downstairs – um, and we have Granny Smiths, so we're we'll going to have some sour. Pie to pie. be a little bit more sour. Yeah. I don't know. I think I like the sweeter kind, though. But oh, I, I definitely I like, like the sweeter more than the sour. But Yeah. Because you don't want – because the sourness is going to uh, – it's going to overshadow the rest of the taste. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, let's get to the – let's get to this matchup. 49ers at Seahawks. All right. So this this is a matchup. It's probably our, our best matchup we have going. But um, and this is the the second um, this one has the second highest odds, I would say, of being a being a an upset. I understand the Seahawks are better than the commanders. Um, and this is more of a cowboys take. I understand the Seahawks are better than the commanders, but I also think the 49ers are prepped to take care of business. Everyone's healthy now, which means you're going to get a 49ers victory. Also, the Seahawks are not looking as good as they did last year at this time. Not at all. Geno Smith, by the week, is looking more and more like the Geno Smith that we have known for over a decade. Yeah, this offense has been sputtering, to say the least. And chances are you are you might not even have Kenneth Walker, for all we know. Um, I haven't really seen anything else besides the fact that he's questionable. He's on, one of my, he's on two of my fantasy squads. And he's listed as questionable, projected nine fantasy points. So I'm not, I'm not thinking too highly on this Kenneth Walker train. Probably get more Zach Charbonneau in that, uh, in that running back rotation. Probably expect him to get see more touches. But this 49ers unit is obviously just the team to beat. 
mean, time in and time out, they have been like obviously when fully healthy, this is the best team in the league. Um, Brock Purdy's back to his usual self, obviously. I can't really hear you. You can't. Oh, now I can hear you. I don't know what happened. I'll probably cut out for a second. But um, yeah, the 49ers are just the team to beat. I expect them to handle the Seahawks. It is a divisional game, and the spread's at seven and a half. I said this with the Lions and Packers game. I could see this being a 49ers win by 14, maybe 21 points, but I wouldn't be surprised if the Seahawks cover, obviously because it's a divisional game. Yeah, and might I also add, this is going to be a must-win for the Seahawks. Oh, yeah. They've lost since since I posted that reel where the the Seahawks were five and two, and they looked like they were even better than they were the last year. They're two and one, two and one since then. They are now six. Uh, six are they six and four or five and four? Six and four. Six and four. If they lose this game, six and five, and they put they could potentially miss the playoffs. So that's something to look to look out for. But this 49ers team, they're not like the Cowboys. No. in the previous matchup, right? They're a team that if they are head and shoulders better than you, then they will beat you. And they're better than the Seahawks this year. They're they're much better. And the Seahawks better start looking at uh, alternative options at quarterback in the next couple of years because they should not have given him that deal. I didn't like the deal when they gave it to him this offseason. One season does not a great quarterback make. And that was not, that was, we're seeing that it was a one-off. He might be okay, but I'm still not loving it for them. Uh, so I think we're both in agreement where we have 49, uh, 49ers. Um, but r- real quick, before we end the show, give me your favorite dish for Thanksgiving. Favorite dish for Thanksgiving. Gotta pick one. Jeez. Um... All right, I'm going to go for one on each side of the family. So my mom's side, we do chicken and dumplings or turkey and dumplings. So I'm going to have to go with the turkey and dumplings for my mom's side because the dumplings is just like it's a family recipe, long time tradition, like handmade dumpling. Like you start from scratch. That's sick. Yeah. Yeah. So I would go with that for my mom's side. For my dad's side, we don't do anything ridiculous besides, like, they'll do, like, appetizers, like stuffed mushrooms or something like that. That's usually really cool. Um, That's a good one. It is. Um, In general, though, I mean, you got to go with the turkey for all around. I mean, that's, that's, usually, that's usually always in my top spot. There you go. Yeah, getting getting the protein in. Yeah. Oh man, I I'm torn because I can't have the the big three of of turkey, um, stuffing and mashed potatoes. You can't take one without the other two. No, can't take one out of the equation. No. If I were to choose one, it's got to be the turkey. But everyone's gonna pick the turkey unless you yeah. don't like turkey. Which at that point, you're, they're not even serving turkey in that. Which is okay. You guys can yeah. do that. Um. Yeah. When you have the stuffing, do you have it bird in or bird out? What do you mean? Like stuff like the stuffing's coming from inside the bird or the stuffing? Hell yeah. Really? Oh, hell yeah. 
Got, and then you have then you add the gravy mm. into it. Oh, gravy on your mashed potatoes too. That being yeah. said, I'm picking mashed potatoes. <laughs> All right. I love me. I love me. My carbs puts the comfort in comfort, comfort food and the mashed potatoes. They got to be lumpy though. It's got to yeah. actually feel like mashed potatoes. If it's grinded yeah. up too much, then it's like potato paste. It's yeah. Like you're just eating toothpaste. That's potato flavored. Yeah. You don't need to be enough. eating liquefied potatoes. Exactly. Exactly. My, my mom doesn't get that. My dad does. And we, you can always tell who made the potatoes each year. And yeah, my, my mom, my mom's a great cook. Don't get me wrong. I disagree with her methods on making the baked, the mashed potatoes. That's all. She's great at making the turkey. She's awesome at making the, the, the stuffing. Just, I disagree with the, uh, the, the smooth potato paste. Have you tried the, uh, away from the potatoes? Have you tried deep frying your turkey? I have not. I have not done that. My, I'm uh, afraid to try it. One of my hometown friends, uh, also my called my former college roommate, uh, said that uh, his family started deep frying turkeys. I think either last year or two years ago, and they're never going back. <sighs> that that's the thing. There's a lot of hype around that around deep frying a turkey, but I don't know if my family would be about it. That's the thing. Maybe I would try it on just a random night and be like, let's do a turkey dinner. Let's try deep frying this thing and see what the hype is about. But yeah. I'm not going to risk my Thanksgiving day. The one day in the week, in the year where it's like a tradition to eat. I'm not, I'm not wasting it on that. Yeah. Uh, not that it would be wasting it. I don't want to risk it. It's also dangerous too. If you're being an idiot about it. Right. There's, yeah. There's so many videos of people just <laughs> screwing it up. And a fire just breaks out because you're not doing it right. You put too much oil in the pan or in the bucket. Man. Yeah. But we, yeah. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. And also like people burn their turkeys all the time anyways. Because yeah. it just the nature of cooking a turkey. It takes a long time to cook. You just oh, yeah. put it in the oven. You let it sit there on low heat and you have it in there all day. Yeah. So like. I guess the risk is already there, but like deep frying a turkey, that is something that would be very new. Yeah. So I feel like it would also be easy, easier to burn it at that point. All right. Any more thoughts before we end the show tonight? Uh, I actually just realized that there's a game on Friday afternoon too. Jets, uh, Dolphins. That's right. I actually That's right. We can we can talk about that game while we're recording on on Friday. Yeah, we'll we'll cover that on our on our Friday episode as we now have three episodes this week, the most tied for the most we have ever done on a fumble ruski podcast posting week. So that'll be that'll be fun. Well, we brought our Friday episodes back and we'll be covering that game. Um, yeah, I was. You know what? I'll I'll just before we end the show, I just brief story. Um, I I first saw this and I was like, why? Like, that's a dumb idea. Everyone's going to be out shopping. And my mom overheard me yelling at the TV saying that. And she said, well, it's for all the husbands who don't want to shop. Well, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah, exactly that's, that's fair. And yeah, my girlfriend's trying to drag me out Black Friday shopping. And I'm using that as an excuse. Exactly. We got to we have a podcast to record on Friday. 
Exactly. We have a podcast and then I have to study for the Tuesday episode when I have to figure out, you know, I have to watch the game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I, I can't possibly go shopping with you. No, no. Yes. Yeah. Yes. All right. Well, that'll do it for us tonight. Thank you for listening to us. We have new episodes out on Tuesdays at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and Fridays at 5 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel. We also have all our episodes available on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, and so much more. Also, be sure to follow our Instagram at FumbleRooski underscore podcast to keep up with our podcast and the latest coverage on the NFL. NFL, as well as our new TikTok page. Otherwise, happy Thanksgiving over and out.